Welcome to episode four of Better. Hey everyone, so glad you're listening today. Hope you're having a great day so far. Y'all, it is cold here in Dallas. It's about 32 degrees and it's kind of raining and we're kind of hoping for some snow. We don't get too much snow here. And when we get snow, the whole city shuts down because you don't want to be around people who drive in the snow here in Dallas. But anyway, we're having a good time and we're enjoying it. Hey, if it's your first time on here with us at the podcast, I, I'm so glad you're joining us. And I um, just want to tell you a little bit about Better. I called it Better because who doesn't want life to be better? And every week I'm going to come uh, through the podcast and just hopefully inspire you, uh, give you some hope and being a better person, living a better life, having better relationships, a better attitude. You know, I have never met anyone yet in my life who has arrived. <laughs> so I know this, we all, including myself, can just get better. So uh, thanks for again for stopping by this podcast. And if you haven't subscribed, I'd love for you to subscribe and maybe even leave me a comment. I'd love to connect with you. Many of you have left comments and I really do appreciate it. And uh, today, I want to talk to you about something that I, I feel is important. You know, if you don't know me, I'm a mom of five. I live life regular like you guys do, and I go through life, go through, you know, just life, life happening. And um, I just like to kind of talk to things that are good for me, things that kind of, you know, speak to me on the inside. So today, I want to talk to you about focus and adjusting your focus. I want to start by telling you the story that happened to me a few years ago. I was coming back uh, from London with two of my daughters and a friend and her daughter. My daughters and uh, my daughter's friend, my friend's daughter, were sitting on the row in front of us, and my friend and I were sitting on the row behind them. We were traveling, you know, this long flight's about nine hours, and about 30 minutes left into the flight, the captain comes over the speaker, and he tells us that we're about to land and to get ready for landing, and and uh, we were we were glad to be getting home because that was a long flight. A few minutes after he made that announcement, the plane kind of dropped, and it was kind of fun because it kind of felt like you were on a roller coaster and you went down that deep part of the roller coaster in your stomach. You kind of lost your stomach, and so everybody kind of squealed and laughed a little bit, and few minutes later, the plane dropped again. This time it was a little bit more significant and it wasn't as funny. <laughs> and so then we went a little bit more. And a few minutes after that, I kid you not, the plane dropped substantially. Now, if a pilot is listening, they would say it's nothing. But us as passengers, it kind of scared us. So much so that my daughter's drink, we dropped so much that my daughter's drink that was on her tray table flew up over her and landed right on me. Now, I have this theory, y'all. If if something goes on in the plane, I always look to the flight attendants. And if they're okay, then I'm okay. So I kind of look around at the flight attendants, and they're, they're kind of rushing around to find a seat. And I knew it was on, y'all. It wasn't funny anymore. And you know what I did? What any good Christian woman would do. I began to pray like I have never prayed before. I mean, I was praying, God, I need to live. My kids need me. You know, I'm too young. I'm too young to die. I was quoting scriptures. I was asking for forgiveness. I was singing hymns in my head, y'all. <laughs> I think I got reborn again. Hey, don't judge me. I was desperate and I was certainly giving it my all. 
Well, long story short, obviously we made it back. You know, that last plunge in the sky, man, it scared me. But, you know, I really thought my prayers pulled us through that whole event. And not long after that, you know, I was just going about life, and I had told people that story. I didn't tell them much about London, but, man, I told them about those drops in the sky. And, man, I'm sure each time I told them, the the story probably got a little bit more dramatic. And I was telling them about those times, man, we just thought we were going down. (laughs) You know, one night I was just kind of quiet and just in my room thinking, and all of a sudden it hit me. I had told everyone about this 20 minutes of turbulence, 20 minutes of near-death experience. (laughs) And I realized that flight was nine hours long. And all I was focusing on, all I was telling people about was the 20 minutes of turbulence. And in all reality, folks, I had eight hours and 40 minutes, did you get that, of absolute peace and calm. Now, why did I tell you that story? I want you to see how easy it is to lose sight of everything that's going right in our lives and focus on the little things or the big things that are going wrong. And if we're not careful, or maybe it's just me, we can sometimes totally overlook how far we've come in life or how far God has brought us and how faithful He's been in our lives and how much progress that we've already made. And sometimes our present challenges, our present challenge, causes us to dwell on the difficulty. And I want you to see what can happen. We become distracted by life, and those distractions become our focus. And what we focus on becomes magnified in our mind. And what we think about, it gets down into our heart, and what's in our heart comes out of our mouth. And what comes out of our mouth shapes our environment. The truth is this. No matter how bad things are, we can always make them worse. It's in these moments of life, in those difficult moments, in those trying moments, we have to adjust our focus. See, because the truth is this. Focus can make you or it can break you. It can set you up or it can set you back. It can encourage you or don't you know it can discourage you? And what you focus on is naturally going to become bigger. And it's up to us. It's up to you. It's up to me where we aim the lens. For example, happy people focus on what they have. Unhappy people focus on what they're missing. Oh, man, that's good. A positive mind focuses on what can be done. A negative mind focuses on all the reasons it can't be done. Zig Ziglar said this, when you focus on the problems, you'll have more problems. When you focus on possibilities, you'll have more opportunities. Man, that is good stuff right there. The scripture in Philippians says this, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. I love the way the Message Bible puts it. It says this, think about the best and not the worst. Think about the beautiful and not the ugly. Think about the things to praise and not to curse. Man, that is such good stuff right there. You ought to write that scripture down, Philippians 4, 8. Now, let me make it practical. When all Hades is breaking loose in your house, maybe it didn't break loose in your house, but it does in mine. 
Remember this. First of all, first and foremost, God is not on vacation. He's not on the other side of heaven ignoring you and just wanting you to suffer and suffer and suffer. The Bible actually says he listens the split second you call out to him. And if you're believing God for a miracle or if you're believing God for, uh, um, you know, something special to happen in your life, maybe with your marriage or family, let me encourage you with this. Stop focusing on everything that is going wrong and find the one thing that's going right. I know you can find that one thing, that one little bitty thing that's going right. Let me make it more practical. Instead of focusing on being stuck, focus on moving forward. Instead of focusing on all the reasons you're down, focus on how you can get back up again. Instead of focusing on your weaknesses, oh, this is good. Somebody needs to hear this and apply it in their life. Focus on your strengths. You may think you don't have any strengths, but I promise you, you do have strengths. Instead of focusing and and thinking about how far you have to go, focus on how far you've come. Know what you need to do and then begin to focus on it. Now, let's do a side note right here. So often we look at social media and we see what others are doing and how their lives seem perfect, right? They are the perfect mom with perfect kids. They're having the perfect day. They're perfectly dressed. They have a perfect father. All this time that they have and they have this perfect job, they go on dream vacations and they have all the money in the world, (laughs) And it seems like when we focus on that, we, we begin to think about how their life is so much better. Oh, man, and they, they cook fabulously. They eat at the best restaurants. They, have the most, they are the most amazing entrepreneur, and their life is big. And what happens? You focus on them, and suddenly your life seems small and insignificant and unimportant <laughs> and uneventful. You begin to focus on everything you're not. And everything you don't have. You look at your own family and begin to feel less than everybody else. I think everybody has probably done that at one point in their life. Let me stop right here and remind you of this. The world you see in all those pictures, they represent people's best moments. It's the world they want you to see. Their world, here's a wake-up call, their world has nothing to do with your world. It doesn't matter what others are doing. It matters what you're doing. Adjust your focus. Focus on what you're called to do, not what others are called to do. Focus on becoming a better you. Focus on your life. See, folks, what you feed will grow, and what you focus on flourishes. Feed your focus. Starve your distractions. Starve your fears. Starve the drama. Hey, save the drama for somebody else's mama, right? Starve the unnecessary. And forget about yesterday. You can't change the past. So start focusing on and making a really good future. Stephen Covey said this, Rather than always focusing on what's urgent, learn to focus on what's really important. Man, that is so good. What does that mean? Focus on what really matters. I want to encourage you to to get on your computer or write it down, jot it down, and write down at the top, this matters. And then begin to list what matters in your life. Family, career, marriage, relationships, whatever it might be. You might have a big, long list. You might have a short list. And then once you get the things down that matter, let go of the things that don't matter. 
that are occupying time and space and become laser focused. Decide what matters and then instead of overthinking about it, work toward making it happen. You want a great family? Work towards having a great family. Listen, you can't expect things to change if you're not willing to change something. One thing I loved about my dad, and I know my brothers and sisters love as well, is Daddy wrote on his calendar. Now, mind you, back when we grew up, he was a pastor of a large church. It was a mega church back then. And he would write down on his calendar every Friday, family day. And his people that worked with him, they knew not to ask him to do something on Friday because it was designated for Friday. And it wasn't just written there so maybe he could erase it and then schedule something else. No, they knew Fridays were family day. And they didn't even ask for anything else for his schedule to be adjusted on that Friday. They knew Fridays were about family and family was important to daddy. You know what, folks? That made us kids feel important. Did you know I'm the youngest of the Osteens? I'm number five. And in case you're wondering, I am the favorite child. (laughs) Just ask me. But that made us feel so important. We knew we were important. My mom knew she was important. We were priorities in my dad's life. So what am I saying? Your life is what you make it. And when you focus on what's really important, everything else will fall into place. So here's my encouragement. Focus on moving forward. Focus on the things that you're grateful for, not on those problems that you're facing. Focus on the outcome and not the obstacles. Focus on being a blessing. Focus on where you want to be. Focus on the joys. Focus on the possibilities, on success, on your family, on your dreams. Focus on the positive. Hey, be so focused on the positive that negativity doesn't stand a chance. Listen, if you don't focus, your life will become a blur. So when life gets blurry, adjust the focus. Don't get overwhelmed. Get focused. Don't look back. Focus forward. Don't feed the fears. Fears Feed the focus. And listen, folks, when you focus on the good, the good will always get better. 